And hello to all you fans of the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Welcome to your crossover Wednesday episode here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Mike DeBate. I am the host of Locked On Patriots, which of course is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at M-D-A-V-A-T-E-F-P-C. And be sure to follow Locked On Patriots on Twitter as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And I'm John Hickman, John Sports Guy Hickman. You can follow me on Twitter at some sports guy representing the Locked On Texans and the listeners fan base here in Houston. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook at Locked On Texans. Mike, I'm excited. Blessed to be on the other side of the mic with you, even though you know we're apart from one another doing this locked over crossover show today, because where our teams are leading their division. One team is 10 and 1, one of the best defenses we've seen in a very long time. The other team, every week there's a heart attack that you can have. There's a risk of having a heart attack when you watch the Houston Texans because of a plethora of other things. But Sunday night primetime, NBC, it's about to go down. Absolutely. It really will. And I do believe this is going to be a good game and one that's going to live up to the hype. These two teams always seem to play each other well. Uh, there's a good history there, of course, between Bill O'Brien, the head coach of the Houston Texans, and Bill Belichick, obviously the head coach of the New England Patriots. Bill O'Brien was his offensive coordinator up here in New England for a little while. So these two teams do know each other pretty well. And Again, it is a little bit of a dynamic, and I think you touched on that, uh, you know, John. Usually we see the Houston Texans come in playing such strong defense. That's usually the key for their team. It's a little bit different this time around. The Texans still have a pretty good defense. I'm definitely not disparaging them there, but their offense tends to be their strength, led by Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, names that are definitely giving New England Patriots fans a few fits here. <laughs> so, you know, that will be the case, but the Patriots' defense this year has been the stalwart of their team and they're playing extremely extremely well and john and i will break down that key matchup a little bit later on in today's program but once again we thank you all for joining us today here on locked on patriots and locked on texans thanksgiving eve busiest travel day of the year so if you are traveling please be careful please be safe and we're honored that you took time out of your day to listen to us here on the locked on podcast network but john let's get right into it and the houston texans defense right now is without one of their key components in J.J. Watt, who is out for the year. And the Patriots offense has not been moving the ball as prolifically as they have before. When you take a look at what the Texans defense would need to do to shut down Tom Brady and some of the weapons that the Patriots have on offense that necessarily haven't been playing up to speed but can still be dangerous when when needed – how do you look at this matchup from a Texans defensive standpoint and say this is how we can disrupt Tom Brady? Well, I think the Patriots, and as a lifelong fan of this team in New England, I think the Patriots have allowed themselves a window of getting beat that we've never seen in the 20 years of Tom Brady playing, and that's him being the reason and the liability that they can lose games. Right, we look at how bad this offense is. Yes, there's a lack of receiving threats. Yes, the running game isn't good. You haven't had Isaiah win, who is a stud, but he's been out due to injury. And on top of that, your leader, Tom Brady, well, he isn't the same. That's like if you go into a war with your captain over the course of years, those wars take a toll on him, and you you can look up one day and say he's not the same guy. 
right? His throws aren't as good. His touches is, is gone. He's not able to really hit guys. Now, granted, they're without credible receivers. Nikhil Harry, rookie, he's playing. He caught his first touchdown. I've been big on him and been wanting to see him play football for a very long time. Of course, you have O'Reliable, Julian Edelman, but you're out grunk, right? You're out guys that are good because they're playing around other talent. And now we can see the cheek in the army for this Patriot team for the first time in a very long time and ever. Tom Brady is the weak link. So the Texans have to exploit that. Yeah, and I think one of the big keys about that has been Brady's inability to be comfortable in the pocket, his ability to be forced from the pocket, and how teams are being able to disrupt what he's so good at being able to do, which is taking time to read defenses and pick them apart. Tom Brady has often been quoted as saying at this age, when he sees a defense lining up, it's almost like the majority of the time he has the answers to the test. He's seen it all. He's done it all. But it's one thing to be able to see it and recognizing it, and another thing to be able to go out and actually um, execute it. And that's something he has had difficulty with doing this year. Now, granted, there have been some factors, and you mentioned a few of those, John. It was his lack of wide receiver continuity. Uh, Mohamed Sanu obviously was out on Sunday. So was Philip Dorsett. Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers were two guys that he relied on pretty heavily. They're rookies. And of course, they're going to make rookie mistakes. We saw them make a couple of drops, especially against Dallas on Sunday. So, those are the issues and those are the ways to me, if you're going to disrupt this Patriots offense, it's get linebackers in coverage, rush the passer, make sure that Tom Brady does not have the opportunity to be able to make throws. Um, I know Bradley Roby and Jonathan Joseph, uh, they've missed time due to injury at the cornerback position, but if they can get back in into coverage, and the front seven and the uh, linebacking core of the Houston Texans can create pressure and make Brady uncomfortable, those types of coverages are things that the Texans can exploit. So I agree with you. That's the way for them to be able to attack it and be able to go at them. On the flip side, John, the Patriots' running game has really not been all that effective. And that's actually another reason why I think Brady has struggled, because he hasn't been able to set his feet, rely on a prolific running game to get things going, whereas right. in a couple of years past, he's had that option, he's had that ability, whether it be going back to Deion Lewis in the backfield, and then last year, Sony Michelle having a much better season than he's had this year. When it comes to the Texans' defense, they've, uh, they've allowed 108 yards per game on average on the ground. That's middle of the pack. That's not really – that's not – Poor. It's not tremendous, but it's it's roughly right in that uh, that center of the league. JJ Watt's absence certainly has, you know, hurt the cause. I think in terms of the Texans being able to defend against the run, and the Texans have been able to allow those chunk plays, which is why I think that their total is a little bit more because when they're consistent run defending, they're actually a pretty good team. Do you look for them to continue that and try to shut off the run this week, or do you think really it comes back to being able to just defend the pass and keep Brady uncomfortable in the pocket? I think they definitely stick to the run defense. Why? Because you're so damn good at it. And why? The Patriots aren't really good running the ball right now. Sonny Marcel had a very good season last year, came into this season with big expectations. And I know because not only do I follow him, but I've had, I had him on my fantasy team. And, <laughs> well, he hasn't done much of anything. So they're definitely going to continue to shut that down. As a player, you never want to lose a game because you stop doing what you're good at. Right. right? That's, that's, as a team, you never want to do that. And with the pass, we have, you know, we dealt with injuries. We brought in Conley, Vernon Hargraves, who had a, a big pass breakup this past week. 
Roby, he's been in and out of the lineup. Lonnie Johnson Jr., the rookie cornerback. So we've dealt with injuries, and then Jonathan Joseph is getting old. I'm not banking on our defensive backs, our secondary, to in one week of finally having the opportunity to play with everybody, if everybody's going to be able to play Sunday, because there's still injuries that people are questionable, whether they're going to play or not. You know, game time decision, who knows? I'm not putting so much weight on the secondary to come into a game where you're not going into Foxborough, but Foxborough follows, right? That this is the first time you're playing these guys at home since I believe 2010 was the last time you actually won against the Patriots. No, that is we're true. not going to yep. put you in a position of predicament where your back is against the wall playing against Tom Brady with the first time you're actually getting some continuity together. I'm not, I'm not banking on that. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. I think in terms of what the Texans are going to be able to employ, that looks like the best strategy for them. And, you know, again, it's a Patriots offense that is not prolific that it ha- the way it has been in the past. And you mentioned Rob Gronkowski. You mentioned his absence. Uh, you know, they're definitely lacking some productivity at wide receiver. They've been better a little bit each game, and they're starting to find, I think, their identity as a team and as an offense a little more each week. But the Patriots have taken longer to do so than they have in the past. And I think that's one of the things that's hurt them. If I'm a Patriots fan, that's what I'm looking to do. You mentioned the secondary being banged up. That's where the Patriots are going to have to attack Houston if they hope to put points up on this team. Tom Brady, again, if he can get some time back there, he still is capable of making throws when he needs to make them. His game, his field has shortened, but at the same time, he's able to get completions and put the ball in the hands of people exactly where it needs to be, and that's one of the things that Brady is so good at. So I look forward to a pretty good Patriots offense versus Texans defense matchup, but the gem of this game, John, and I think you agree with me, is going to be a very prolific Houston Texans offense against the top-ranked defense in the NFL in the New England Patriots, and that's something that Pats fans haven't been able to say in a while. We're used to singing the praises of our offense here in New England, but the Pats defense has been phenomenal, and John and I are going to break that down in just a moment. Once again, you're listening to John Hickman and Mike DeBate, hosts of Locked On Texans and Locked On Patriots, respectively. And, John, we talked a lot about the Patriots' offense going up against this Texans' defense and how Tom Brady might be able to put points up on this defense. But ultimately, I think, and I think you're in agreement with me, is that this game is going to be won by the Patriots' defense going up against the Houston Texans' offense, and which one of these prolific units is able to win that battle. When it comes to the Texans' offense, we know Deshaun Watson has been playing at an MVP caliber level. Yes, there have been some hiccups along the way, but he's played at such a high level and been such a dynamic force in the league this year offensively. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best, if some will make the argument, that he is the most prolific wide receiver in the NFL. From a Texans' standpoint, when you take a look at this Patriots' defense, offensively, the strategy, especially Billy O'Brien, who was an offensive-minded coach, how do you see the Houston Texans offense being able to attack a very stingy Patriots defense? Got to get the ball out of space, Mike. Right? I mean, we have to get the ball out of space. And with that being said, we saw the the Patriots struggle with Lamar Jackson. Why was he so good against the Patriots after they had shut down just about every quarterback they've played? Well, because he is quick and decisive at making his moves and getting out in space. 
the the Ravens this entire year has been amazing at getting their guys in space. Whether it's been a lineup of three tight ends, which now we have Jordan Thomas back, maybe that's an area that we can really use to exploit the Patriots defense or just help us out getting three tight ends on the field, attacking you in that formation, or using Will Fuller. We saw how much of a, a difference Will Fuller makes when he's on the field for the Houston Texans last week against a very good Indianapolis Colts defense. Get him out of space. He's one of the fastest players in the league. Allow him the opportunity to not only catch the ball, but catch it in some space so he can make moves. With that being said, I think the point of attack for this offense, the Houston Texans, against this defense for the Patriots, is in the middle of the field. And that's through the linebackers. Yeah, Steven Gilmore is playing out of his mind right now, so I don't trust anything going his way at a consistent rate for an entire game. Yeah, when you take a look at what Stephon Gilmore has been able to do in terms of taking away exactly what the other team does best, you have to think he's going to be matched up against Hopkins, and you have to think that he's going to be pretty effective at doing so. Now, again, that's no knock to Hopkins. He is a great wide receiver, and if there's anybody that can get yards and make a cornerback look bad, it's DeAndre Hopkins. So Stephon Gilmore is going to have to be on his game, play one of his best games that he's played all year in order to be able to shut him down. But you mentioned the linebackers, and I think that is such a key of why the Patriots have been so good this year on defense. That 3-4 look that they love to employ is something that could give Deshaun Watson some issue. Then the Patriots, if they can keep their linebackers running free, getting after the passer, that allows a linebacker, a second linebacker like a Jamie Collins, to even drop back into coverage. They love to play the zero blitz in New England. And when, even when they show blitz, They'll do that. They'll drop the linebacker back into coverage. They'll allow the the, uh, the secondary to play lockdown coverage, and then they can allow the other linebackers to get out and be able to uh, to rush the uh, the passers. So, to me, that's going to be one of the key elements in being able to employ that system and try to stop a very very tough Texans defense. And that's going to be a tough matchup for the New England Patriots without question. Well, Mike, Staying I have on, a question. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. oh, sure, please, by all means. <laughs> and I have a question for you, Mike. Um, Everything you just said is true. Like I watch these guys play football, and they win games before the game starts, right? If the game is at noon, they win the game at 10.57 because they've already outsmarted you. But I just want to revert back to the, the Ravens game. Deshaun Watson can play very similar to Lamar Jackson, not yes. because we we hope to, hoping him to do it, because we've seen it happen before. And going into this game, one thing that everyone has been critical of Watson, especially here in Houston and the media here in Houston, is just holding the ball too long. Right? When they played the Ravens, Deshaun Watson was sacked on a play that he had the ball in his hands for 10 seconds. The average time per sack against the Ravens was six seconds, a little bit over six seconds. So dancing, that the, the team that we're going to get ready for, that we're preparing, the team that we're representing right now, the Locked On Podcast Network, the Patriots, you cannot dance because they're built to continue to play their job, right? right. Do their job, play their role. Deshaun has to be very quick. If I'm going to throw the ball out, throw it out now. If I'm going to take off with the ball, take off with the ball. And what that'll do will pressure this defense Pressure this good linebacker core. Jamie Collins has played out of his mind this year. He has. Pressure this to get uncomfortable. And then now you can attack them with the running game, which you're pretty good at. You're averaging a little bit of over 130 per game. 
the Ravens were able to dominate the game because they ran the ball good. The Ravens were able to dominate you, Houston, because they ran the ball damn good. There's no reason why that formula for the Ravens game against the Patriots or what they did to us shouldn't be implemented going into this game. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail right on the head in terms of what Deshaun Watson needs to do. Be quick. You can't let the Patriots set their game. That's one of the reasons why I think the Patriots have been, I don't want to say ineffective, because that's really, I think, a poor choice of words on my part. But one of the reasons why they've struggled a little bit in stopping mobile quarterbacks and stopping prolific running backs. Carlos Hyde is that type of power back that has... He's had some success against New England, but, you know, that's the type of running back that the Patriots have struggled to, uh, to, to put, um, the clamps on. They, despite some dominance on every, really every level of defense, the Patriots only ranked 23rd in average yards per rush. Hyde averages just under five yards a carry. He's given the Texans some balance while, uh, Duke Johnson has been a very good third down specialist for them. I think that provides that change of pace back that, you know, really is a part of a great running game. Deshaun Watson can make plays with his legs. You mentioned that before. So the Patriots front seven, I think, is going to have its hands full. And that's the reason why I think the linebackers in the secondary will need to be very, very much on their game. The Patriots had some success trying to control Zeke Elliott, who had, you know, come into the game being very prolific as a runner. I think the Texans is going to be a little bit more difficult for them because they deal with the read option. They deal with those those looks that have given the Patriots some uh, some fits. So I think they're going to need a big game from Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower, even John Simon, former Houston Texan, is going to need to be solid in setting the edge. They want to prevent those big plays against the Texans that have really, I think, helped hide to get some things going in the recent weeks. Keeping Houston's ground game under wraps is going to go a long way, I think, towards shutting down the Texans, but that's going to be easier said than done because this offense can move the ball and they have so many weapons to do it. Very much so. Uh, and I expect the tight ends to be a big part of this game, right? We got Jordan Thomas back who missed, you know, every game outside of the last game, activated him off IR. He was a guy last year that had four touchdowns really help establish this tight end group. Now, Fells comes in, and he's been an amazing red zone target, which is the point I'm making. The best way to win this team, win against this team, is to make sure you're scoring points and scoring the ball in six instead of threes, right? The Patriots are never a team you want to leave around. You have to get rid of them early. We've seen times where the Patriots are just lingering around ten down 10 points, when you've had opportunities to put them down 21 now, they're only down 10 going into the second half. How many times have we seen that story? Right? That's, That's not yeah. enough. Absolutely. They will have to attack this team in the red zone, be efficient in the red zone. In the area where you're doing pretty good for yourself, you're over 60% in the red zone this year. The Patriots are much better at defending the red zone. So that's a challenge that you have to accept and receive. But the, 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 <clears throat> sorry, the Texans can get it done. Fails is going to be huge in this game and allowing your tight ends to just be a part of the game plan effectively is what can make a difference. Absolutely, and I think you said that perfectly, and that's going to lead us into our game predictions, which will be coming up. John and I will break down exactly what you can expect to see, and we'll offer our take on exactly what's going to happen in the action on Sunday night. But first, I just want to say listen up to all of you past, present, and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears and Lions game. 
Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got extra holiday spending money. But if you lose, congratulations to you as well, because my bookie is going to give you all of your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's all risk, all gravy. It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all the come play, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting the sports bet but still have lots of questions? Don't sweat it. My bookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log on to mybookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code Locked On, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose. Make sure you do your part to support your team this season. Hop on the gravy train and get in on the action with MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Again, this has been John Hinkman and Mike DeBate, hosts of Locked On Patriots and Locked On Texans. And, John, it's been an honor to share the microphone with you here on Thanksgiving Eve. It's been a blast. You've given us a lot of insight. I hope I was able to give your listeners maybe just a little tidbit of insight on the New England Patriots. But we've arrived at that time, my friend, and it's prediction time. In your opinion, what do you believe we will see play out on Sunday? Not going to put you on the spot to put a score up there if you don't want to just yet. Feel free to throw it in, but if you don't want to, no worries. Um, but what can you expect uh, from the Houston Texans offensively and defensively, and what do you expect to happen on Sunday? I expect the Patriots to have a little bit of trouble uh, containing the run. And if the te- if the Texans use them correctly, I think the Titans could be a big part of this game. Fails has six touchdowns on the season. Atkins has four. That's ten touchdowns combined. That is a very good productive number for your tight end core that doesn't feature a main guy like a Kelsey or Ertz. And even going into the Baltimore game, they struggled with the tight end. I think this is a part of the game plan. I think with that being said, there's something about a defense that can just take you out of games. We've seen offenses be able to take teams out of games, but those games normally end in shootouts, right? Right. This defense is for real. This is this a defense like this will f- put fear in the team's eyes uh, because of how great they game plan, how great they can throw so many different schemes and coverages at you. But I know this is dramatic. I'm going to go. The Texans win this game by four points. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily dramatic at all. I think the Texans present a lot of problems for the New England Patriots. And again, you mentioned before in our broadcast that this is a type of offense that gave the Patriots such difficulty on defense when the Baltimore Ravens played the New England Patriots. Deshaun Watson is capable of playing a Lamar Jackson type game. And I think that could be an issue with the New England Patriots. The problem that I have with that is that when Bill Belichick has seen the opportunity to make adjustments and be able to defend against teams 
I think he makes just enough adjustments to be able to do it this time around. I'm not saying that the Texans aren't going to put up points. I believe they will. But at the same time, I believe that the Patriots are going to be able to find their offensive groove a little bit more than they have in weeks past. I think Isaiah Wynn being back in that offensive line helps to solidify a little bit of what Tom Brady is able to do, give him a couple of more uh, seconds to be able to make throws, and ultimately I think it's going to help the running game. We saw Sonny Michel run with a lot more pop than he has the last couple of games. A lot of that was on Sony, and I, I credit him for that, but a lot of that was because of the looks that he was seeing and the holes that were opened up and not having to worry about a lack of bodies on that offensive line. So I like the Patriots, again, in a close game, like you like the Texans in this one. I actually have the Patriots winning this one. Believe it or not, I have them winning this one 32-28 to over the Houston Texans. I think both teams are going to be able to put up some points, and I think it's going. To, this one might come down to the last uh, you know couple of possessions. So uh, this is going to be a good one on Sunday night, and I'm looking forward to it. Mike, I will say this. As a guy who studied this man for a very long time, you made a point. Bill Belichick played the Ravens, played Lamar Jackson, got a blueprint, and he is the king of laying down blueprints, right? Like you can't give he him really a, is. you can't give him a look one time and, and beat him with it twice. That's why the entire league has shut down what the the uh Rams were doing. Shows you how Absolutely. to beat them. Now look how bad they are. You have a guy in Bill Belichick that's the king of time management, clock management, knows the rules, knows everything. Here in Houston, Bill O'Brien, he's trying. He's learning. You know, he's he's, he's still on a tricycle trying to get to the bicycle. <laughs> I but like that. Bill, yeah. he's on one wheel, killing you in any way he wants to. That's ultimately going to be the decision, uh, how who make this decision in this game. Bill yeah, Belichick, I do. I, I agree with that. Bill Belichick is that good of a coach. So that is what gives this Patriots team a notch over not only the Texans, any team they play. Yeah, it's true. And I think that that is one thing that always is seldom said but often thought. And, you know, listen, he does get a share of accolades, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Bill Belichick does not get his share of <laughs> of uh, praise when the Patriots do a, a great job. But he is so adept at being able to adapt to any type of offense or defense that's thrown at him. He's able to find ways to do it. And, again, I think that gives the Patriots the slight edge. But, again, this is going to be a great one, and Houston is definitely capable of uh, pulling out a win here, especially being at home. They're going to be playing. They're definitely coming off of. You know, a, uh, a couple of weeks removed from a pretty bad loss to the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Patriots are coming off of three weeks removed from a bad loss to the Baltimore Ravens. So this is going to be an interesting game, and I think we're both looking at it. And again, it was our honor today to join you and for you guys to take time out of your schedule to listen to us here on Locked On Patriots and Locked On Texans. Please be sure to follow us and listen to us each and every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On behalf of John Hickman from uh, the uh, Houston Texans, the Locked On Texans podcast, I'm Mike DeBate of Locked On Patriots, wishing you all a very happy, healthy, and safe Thanksgiving to you and your families. And thank you for making the Locked On Podcast Network a part of your daily and weekly routine. Have a great day and a happy Thanksgiving, folks.